Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to this week's podcast with Hot Commodity. I have a special guest with us today. You might know her as Big Boss Bree. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, I have Bria here with me. Say hey, girl. Hey. my podcast today to talk to you guys about just a few topics that you know we talk about on the phone just you know just we're gonna make this like a regular conversation just like the rest of our podcast that you guys been listening to and I just want to start off with friendship so me and Bria have known each other since Like 2005. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, yeah, throughout that time, um, me and her, you know, we we never lost touch. You know, our, we're basically cousins. <laughs> definitely basically cousins. Cousin. Not a new cousin. <laughs> you play so much, man. I can't take you seriously. <laughs> Good morning, I'm just trying not to laugh. Okay, this is serious. Okay. All right. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to just start off with friendships and just, you know, um, I, I asked her some advice the other day, and she was like, you know, um, that advice kind of spoke to me. I still didn't listen to her. But what? <laughs> other people needed to hear it so um I have I've had a best friend for years um years and um recently she had a death in our family and I was saying how um I wanted to know if I should reach out to her or if I should just reach out to the family and she was like reach out to her you know I didn't listen I still haven't reached out And that's probably going to take people as surprise because a lot of people, they get the wrong um, impression of me and they're like, oh, she's a bee, she's mean. But no, like when it comes to friendships, like I really value my friendships, especially because um, I don't have the biggest family. So it's like my friends are always, you know, that's not my friend, that's my cousin or that's my sister or you know, whatever. So being as that my outlook on friendships, um, I value them a lot more, you know, which has been ups and downs with my own friendships because I'll have some friends that really don't value, you know, friendships as much. And then I'll have friendships where um, my friends or dad or friends, you know. So the reason why I told you you should reach out was because I know how me and my best friend are. And um Sometimes we go through our not talking phases. I mean, you know, it's, we've never had a, like a serious, serious fallout, but we go through our not talking phases. But whenever I'm, I know I'm going through something and it's something, you know, whether it's big or small, but if it's like major and we're not speaking, I know I could call her and it's just a comfort, you know, but God forbid something ever had happened. Yeah, I feel like you have an obligation to reach out because that's your friend and she's your best friend. So I mean, she's like your sister. So nothing really trumps that. 
Now, if you're just bored and you wanted the link and you had nobody to go with, don't call her because, like, y'all probably ain't rocking right now. You know, give that person space. But I definitely feel like you should always be there for somebody because you never know how much they really need you at that point. Mm. Now, why you ain't take the advice? I don't know. (laughs) You're a lot worse than me. You're you're definitely worse than me. (laughs) And people don't even know that. Like, I definitely am worse than you when it comes to, like, attitude and stuff like that. But um, I've been busy. You know, I just told you what I just recently went through. (laughs) I've been going through my own stuff, you know, like. If you're listening to this, Bay, I love you. Oh. But um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I almost forgot we was the one here. No, I wasn't about to nothing. She's sorry. That's it. <laughs> but um. like back to me like in the situation in a friendship it was just like I'm going through some stuff too so I kind of forgot to reach out um and I still think I'm just going to just show up I'm still going to be there for her but I'm not going to be there for her through a text where people can easily block you and leave you on red I I feel like something is better than nothing like none of us are perfect we I mean, I'm I'm very logical where I always can find the answer for something. It doesn't mean that I'm always right. But, you know, people deal with things differently. So if you feel like that's still like, you know, okay, hey, I didn't reach out via phone or text, but I'll be there to give you a hug and really give you support when you're at your lowest. I mean, that's better than not doing anything. So, I mean, it still counts for something. Now, how your friend takes it in she might feel like what you should have been but what I will will say is even if she takes it wrong it's like you have to be understanding of she's still going through something so she might not take it as um it's like oh you were still there eventually she may feel obligated Mm -hmm. for you to be there from the jump you know from the jump when I first so I feel like you shouldn't react negatively off of however she reacts to like everybody is entitled to their reactions you know so I feel like you should definitely take the understanding side of it once you do you know reach out to her And that kind of goes into another topic that I was that, you know, I wanted to talk about and just like taking a leap of faith, because um, this is definitely taking a leap of faith <laughs> with this, like the way that we stopped talking, the last words that was said to each other. Like, this is definitely taking a leap of faith, even though it was during a time like a difficult time and mourning and things like that. And I'm pretty sure she has, you know, support, um, you know, but hearing from your best friend in this time probably does mean a lot but when I'm when I'm talking to you about you know taking the leap of faith what made you just go out and start just doing the stuff that you're doing like I don't know if you guys know who Brie is but Brie is the owner of Unbelievable Studios um what is the name of your um party event planning like what's the do you have a name for yes, that or it's you just unbelievable party rentals so, okay see yeah go ahead so unbelievable party rentals um you started off 
free bling. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, you know, what made you just take that leap of faith into, you know, entrepreneurship on into your vent your venture. So there were there were several several things. Um I've always had the mindset where you needed multiple sources of income. So like my whole life I've always had a side hustle. Like even when I was in high school, like you know, um people who do know me personally know I've been working since I was about fourteen. Um legally fifteen. Uh Quadoba was my first job. And even when I was working at Quadoba in high school, you know, I was doing a puffy paint jeans and different little stuff to make some money on the side because I like nice things. My checks was only like 200 bucks, you know, and I'm like, ooh, this ain't enough. When your Jordans are $100 and you try to make that $100 stretch for two weeks. So um, I I always had um, the hustle and the ambition, you know, to get more and do more. I've always had an obsession with money. I'm not going to lie. I definitely always had um, an obsession like that. But um, I think, to be honest with you, it's easier said than done to tell somebody to take a leap of faith. My leaps of faith have been situational. Um, my situations have put me in a position where there's no other point, there's no other option but to jump. <laughs> but for you to take that leap, mm-hmm. you know, and it's been like that my whole life. Like, you know, back in when I was in high school, it was I was in placement and like a lot of people, my friends didn't know, like, you know, that I was a placement and I didn't want people to know, like, cause I was embarrassed by it. So I felt like I had to keep myself up as if I was still home, you know, like with all of the latest this and the latest that. So I'm working multiple jobs. I got little side hustles and like, you know, nobody really knew, you know, so that situation had me going out on a leap of faith of being a young entrepreneur. That was as a kid. Um, as I got a little bit older, and I had my first child, I was working, I was going to school, and I had a baby. So at that point, um, my daughter's dad, he had um, had to go away for a little while. So I was kind of on my own, you know, with this new baby. And it had got difficult to maintain the hours of my job and school and being a full-time mom. And, and at that point, you know... I might have engaged in some illegal activities, allegedly, to, um, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly okay. to make up for, um, you know, some things that I would have been getting from, you know, my normal job. But it was like the hours didn't work. I was working from three to 11 and I was going to school um, from the morning until about two. And it's like, when do I have time to be a mom? So, exactly. right. So at that point was like let me go part-time with my job let me you know dibble and dabble here and there and that was like a leap of faith where yeah it was still entrepreneur so I've never been the type of person to just um get into something just to make a quick couple dollars I always had a goal like this is the number I want to hit this is what I'm going to do I'm going to do this so I can do that and the leaps turned into steps like you know stepping um step stools so um, in the mix of that, you know, I got in a little bit of trouble and I went away for a little while. And when I came home, um, I already knew I was preparing myself mentally for people to tell me no, because now at this point, you know, you're a felon. So that's a lot of people mm-hmm. to tell you no. And I'm not really good with no. I'm not good with no with relationships, with families, with anybody telling me no. I'm not, no's not for me. So before people start telling me no, what I did was I was going to say, I'm going to create my own opportunity. 
to get out there and not allow someone to tell me no. Instead of somebody closing the door on my face, well, look, I'm going to build my own door. So that situation in itself had driven me to um, say, basically, I didn't like how they were treating people who were felons because I'm like, it's hard out here. But me, I had a hustle and a sad hustle. And I'm like, you know what? Let me do this because these pennies that people are trying to give you just because you made a mistake, it's just really not fair. Like, you know, and I'm not condemning exactly. what, you know, I did and saying, and I'm not saying what I did was right. But in the same breath, it's like, there's no reason for certain people who make mistakes when they're 18 or 19 for that to follow them until literally they die. They are literally, um, put in a black box and it's, it's not, it's not okay. You know? So I said, well, I want to be different. Like, you know, and from there, like I said, I, I said, you know, I'm going to go on a sleep of faith and I'm going to start a business, you know? And from there I had started, uh, what was I doing at that time? I think I was like making, I was making jewelry at that time and that was very profitable for me. So I was doing that and then I was doing a, a bunch of other little DIY steps because I was always crafty and into making things and people kind of always supported that. Um, so that situation put me, kind of put my back in a, against the wall to be a leap of faith. And then <laughs> after that, um, it was hard for me to keep a job because once again, the babysitter situation, you know, it's like, who's going to keep my baby? It's just me and her. Who's going to keep her? Um, while her dad's working and I'm trying to work. So who takes the tail into this? So me having a side hustle made up for me not having a babysitter. That situation was mm -hmm. bad. Um, and I promised myself that even though I would take the label as a felon, that I would take myself as a high paid felon, you know? And there would be no right. excuse for that. And I would work 10 times harder if I had to to still get everything that I wanted and I needed. Um, I'm also obsessed with learning. So anything that can be taught, I'm going to learn it. I'm going to sit there. I'm going to soak, soak it up. I've been a graduate of YouTube University. <laughs> and I'm also a graduate of Penn State University. You know, so, okay. And those are things to brag right. on. So it's like I've learned things from all different types of people who have come into my life. You know, whether I had a friend I was fixing cars. When I take my car to go get fixed, I'm up under there too. Like, well, what, what was this? And what do this, like, what does this do? What does that do? When I get my hair done, I'm paying attention. <laughs> like, okay, so if this lift a little bit, this is what I have to do. Like, you know, even though I have no intentions of ever fixing cars or doing hair, it's like I'm a natural learner. And me taking in all of this information has honestly taken care of me because I make money off of my brain. Like, you know, people now pay me to teach them things. So it's like some people have, um, you know, they're selling bracelets or they're selling hair or they're selling clothes or they're selling whatever their product is. Why people sometimes don't understand me is because I'm selling myself. You know, I'm selling what's in my head. So when I market myself, my marketing is different. Um, and it comes off as, oh, she's the best. She's the best. Well, it's like, well, don't you say that your bundles are the best? Don't you say your bracelets are the mm -hmm. best? Or your vendors are the best, you know? So it's like, I don't usually have an actual product at this point that people are purchasing for, like, you know, that particular business. It's me. So when people see, like, oh, hey, she was able to overcome this obstacle. She was able to buy this. She was able to buy that. She's able to go here and do this and do that and take care of her kids. They see that and they like it. And 
it's the same as when you're on Fashion Nova and you see that and you like it. And it's like some of the people know dang well, you're not built like her. And that is not going to look like that on you or whatever the case is. But, you know, you've seen it, you liked it, you enjoyed it. And you're like, you know, I'm going to purchase that. Well, it's like, how do you sell yourself? So a lot of people don't understand I use social media as a platform to advertise myself. So some people like it and some people don't. But for the people that don't, those aren't my customers. So I really don't care. You know what I mean? But all of that goes in a full circle of um, it's easy for me to always tell people to take a leap of faith and jump into being an entrepreneur because I definitely recommend it. However, um, you have to really be sometimes it takes for you to be in a situation to give you that extra push where it's like you really didn't leap, you got pushed into it, you know. And I feel like after being pushed so many times, it made it easier for me to leap. So I will never say that it's easy to just up and take a leap of faith. Yeah. You know, it's it's not easy. And I feel like you are one of the people that can speak on taking a leap of faith and actually have something to show for it, where we have people even in our community who talk about taking a leap of faith, but they're still not necessarily struggling, but they're still living paycheck to paycheck, or they don't have too much to show for their leap of faiths. And, you know, at that point, it's just like, we don't want to hear from you. We want to hear from somebody who's living it and speaking on it, and they actually know what they're talking about. So that's that's one of the reasons why I definitely, you know, wanted people to hear your story, because your motivation is a lot of people take people who, you know, talk about the things that they're doing as, you know, um, bragging or, you know, oh, she's showing off and blah, blah, blah. But then there's, well, not even a lot of people, some people, because I feel like most people look at you as, you know, um, inspirational, motivational. And they want to hear how you did it and how it's going to be done. They want to know, you know, what they need to do. So, um, unfortunately, in your situation, you were back against a wall and you had no nowhere else to go but to jump. And a lot of people aren't back against the wall and they listen to my podcast and they want to start something. They want to start their venture, but they just don't have any motivation. And I want y'all to hear this and don't wait until you're back against the wall to do what you have to do. That's what I took from. Yes. It also, it it starts with mentality. Um, You have to be in a mental position to be able to take on anything if you're not being pushed you have to be at that mental point where you're like okay I'm gonna take this on I know me for example it's hard for me to start new things if I have things that are already in progress like um the virtual learning with my kids and me working from home and I have all of this other stuff going on there are other things that I want to pursue but I don't I'm not in the mental space to do it so I will say honestly a clear mind and being in a mental the men- having the mentality to want to do better takes the biggest part of that leap. So I, I tell people, don't rush. Don't just do it because you said you want to do it. Make sure you're able to do it because you don't want to be overwhelmed or overload. Oh, I'm sorry, overloaded on what you already have going on. Because say you want to start a business. Okay, good. I'm all for it. I'm not the person that's going to tell you start your business today. Because I don't know where you are at today. Do you have time for this today? Or do you have to 
take your life and make time? Do you have to find a better schedule for your kids? Do you have to meal prep your stuff so you have more time when it comes to dinner? Do you have to clear up your life that you're already living in order to do this? Because if you start a business on top of chaos, well, then I'm not saying everybody's going to fail, but sometimes you fail. It's just like the weight loss journey. Everybody say, oh, I'm going to start on the first. Well, what happens when you, there was a cookout on the first? So now you start the whole next month. It's like, no, you have to mentally get yourself there. Um, but I will say that a lot of people, um, they do things kind of for the wrong reason. And it, it doesn't put them in the right mentality. It's like, yes, you want to make money. You want these lavish things. You want to live this life. But it's like you have to put yourself in a mentality of I have to sacrifice now to have something greater. And a lot of people, they see um, the stuff that I post, but they don't see the, the stuff that was hard. You know, sometimes, usually when I tell them like things that I've been through, it's stuff that I've already gone through. Like I'm not the person where I'm ever going to just go and tell my business on the internet and people have things to use against me. Not that I care, but it's just like, I'm not that type of person. And even though a lot of people may see me as public, I'm very, very, very private. So when I see yeah. one of the things that, I go through it's something I've already been through so it really doesn't matter at that point and I'm just giving somebody some inspiration of I've been there you know what I mean but in the mix of me going through that stuff I keep it to myself you know and I get through it and I make my way through it and do what I have to do to get on to the next thing um but it's just like you have to make sure you have that mental space to say okay today I'm ready or I'm not ready now mm -hmm. but in two weeks I'm going to prepare myself to be ready you know, girl, I feel like you was talking to me. <laughs> uh, I'm giving myself time because I know I didn't I didn't tell you everything that I'm doing. But, you know, I'm starting a new business other than the podcast coming out very soon and in a couple months. And it's just like all the stuff that I'm going through. Woo. But mm -hmm. I I came too far to just abandon it. Right. So I'm not going to stop. You have to remember, <laughs> um, just like businesses or like medications, um, you have to know the right dose to take them in, you know, and sometimes you don't have to totally quit something, but you have to know what dose is appropriate. There are some doses where I overload myself with my new business and I'm hit on strong, taking that maximum dose. And I'm putting everything into it. And then there are some days where I'm taking the very minimal where I just may do some research on or I just may jot a few things down or I may simply just think about it, which is a small dose. But you have to figure out what your dosage is because you don't want to overdose on something and burn yourself out. And you don't want to mm -hmm. not be doing enough of it because then you turn around and it's a year later and you still haven't gotten anything done. So I don't believe that there is a certain set dosage of business that you take across the whole board. Like it, it, it goes up, it goes down. So it's okay that you hadn't been doing it before and you're turning it up now. Okay. Well, you, you can, you're able to stand a higher dose right now, you know, and you're able to get on that upscale where you're climbing up that hill. But had you, if you ever get tired, it's like know when to turn it down, turn, know when to turn it down. So you can take it in moderations so that you don't crash and burn. You never want to get, like I said, super overwhelmed and overdose on what you're doing. It's all about consistency. That's why I tell a lot of people, 
they'll see someone else doing a business and say, oh, hey, I'm going to do that because it's working for her. And I tell people all the time, what works for her doesn't mean it's going to work for you. You know, it's not you taking your appropriate dosage. So it's like, I don't, um, like, I don't get offended when, um, you know, when I see people that are like, oh, such and such is copying off of me. It's not something that I take as, you know, offense, but it's like, if it's for you, it's going to be for you. Mm-hmm. And that's just as simple as it is. And if you know that you're taking these dosages in moderation, and then there's somebody that's just gonna come in and make a couple dollars, and then now it it and crashed and burned, it's like, well, you had the longevity of it. So it's like you have to kind of take it with a grain of salt, um, and let that be be that. Like you know, just make sure that your intentions are good and um, your dosages are correct. I felt that I felt that because I feel like I, I said this in my like one of my first podcasts and I was just like how many relationships not not just like you know with your significant other but just relationships in general can you take on at one time and I feel like <gasps> your business is a relationship too and I should have included that <laughs> see don't don't start you was about to take it <laughs> I'm a car I'm not a cheater, y'all. Who said that? And caught up in the moment. Because that's what you were I did not say anything. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, so since you talk about how much you can take out one time, how are you doing all this and being pregnant? I told you before we started this, I'm not about to get on here and tell no lies. I'm not telling no lies. I'm not going to say that everything is peachy. I'm not going to say everything is sweet. I'm going to say... <laughs> I specifically said... It's a lot, huh? Um, it's... Do you have morning sickness? Uh, No, not now. I did. Uh, In the beginning, always in my first trimester, I've always um had major, major morning sickness. But now, I'm pretty good. Um, That's good. Really through um through me having other children, I've always worked through my whole entire pregnancy. My first pregnancy, I worked up until like two days before I had my daughter. My second um daughter, I worked up until the morning that I had her. Um, and this baby, we rocking out how we're rocking out, but I, I won't say that I'm really doing um a lot of work. And it's because right okay. now I'm I'm stirring up something different. I'm taking a different leap of faith and I haven't really discussed it publicly what I'm doing, but I think that I've gotten more done at the tail end of this pregnancy as far as starting a new business and business ventures than I've ever done. And I'm really confident with it. So this is the first pregnancy where I got I got to work, but also kick my feet up. So I've been able yeah. to travel. I've been able to have a hot girl summer with this kid. I don't believe in favorites, but woo, this, has been last. <laughs> this has been letting me live, you know? And I think it's with me also getting older because when I had my first daughter, I was 20 years old, you know, and I was working, like I said, mm-hmm. up, coming up that mountain. And after you accomplish a lot, it's less work that you have to do. So I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, I can do this. This is cool, you know? Exactly. Right. I feel that way, too. I'm just like, I don't know how I would have been able to do this. Like, my second pregnancy, 
I couldn't do anything. Like I, I was, I was even put on bed rest at thirty-five weeks. So I commend you. You were great thank too. You, thank you. Okay. Eric okay. said, "Don't talk about no baby and, until and you you're still in." So you wasn't even supposed to say no. <laughs> right. <laughs> Did you have a little Scorpio? You, oh yeah, yeah, surrogate, surrogate. I'm having a surrogate, you know, all of that other <laughs> good stuff, and I'm like, good rumors. Yeah, like pay, I'm paying, I'm paying somebody fifty grand to carry my baby for me. So Hold so away. That had me weak. That had me weak when they was like, she's not even pregnant, and I'm like, what? Right, like, um, I love kids to death. My businesses are surrounded by kids, but I mean, you know. It's like people are going to say what they're going to say, and I, I sometimes I think it's funny. I just also, I mean, I also look at it as people say like, who does she think she is? She thinks she's this. She thinks she's that. But then sometimes when I hear like rumors about myself or different stuff, I really feel like I'm in a shade room. I'm like, what? Like you, you wake up one day. And, I didn't know that about me. Yeah, like I didn't like you wake up one day and people are like, she's not really pregnant. You're like, what? They're like, oh, she hired a surrogate to have her baby for her. You're like. And I'm like, if you want me to act like a celebrity, please stop treating me like one because I'm really down to earth and cool. But, you know, when people put you back up against the wall, I mean, I definitely can get my flex on. I'm not perfect by a long shot. But, yeah, you know, it's like, do it really make you any difference? Would it make you any difference if that's what I chose to do in my life? Would, it, would you care? Like, what, what is it going to make you? Something to gossip? It's not you deserve that. And I feel like you have every right to brag on it just because – like you said, um, people who've known you, you know, for a while. And I've seen everything that you went through, like, you know, growing up and everything like that. And even at a young age, even though we're not, we're, I think we're like, like two years apart. So I was still, you know, looking up to you. You were my cousin. We was, you know, sleeping in the same bed right. where you would try to like kick me off the bed and shit. And I'm like, this <laughs> better go to fucking. <laughs> But no, like I feel like you have every right to brag. You have, you have, you've been through a lot, and you are still standing strong. And I always talk your shit. I tell people all the time: mind your business and drink water. It's that simple. Okay. Like what people don't okay. understand is like if you just mind your business and mind the business that pays you. Like there's no way you can drive straight, going full throttle, if you're looking in your rear view or you're looking. Literally, physically looking at the next lane, seeing who's doing what, how fast they're going. Well, what car are they driving? Well, how do they do this? Well, well, how fast is she going? Well, boom, and next thing, that's how crashes happen. And people don't understand that. Like, if you're not focused on what's in front of you and what's driving you to go forward, next thing you know, you done ran off the road, you done got in somebody else's lane. And I stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. I preach that. Stay in your lane. (laughs) Mind your business. Drink your water. Because at the end of the day, we all have things that we are not proud of. So I tell people all the time, every dog has their day. You know, today she's the topic of the internet. And she's getting bashed and dragged for whatever. But it's how many of us have done things like that where if the cameras were rolling or we got exposed or whatever the case is, we would be in that hot seat. So I really try to mind my business when I see people get in a hot seat or they're the topic of the internet for the day because you never know when it's going to be your day. You never know when the spotlight's going to be on you. So it's like I tell people all the time, if it's not making you money and you're not losing no money, like, leave it alone. It's like, I just never, I mean, my friends will tell you, I'm not the friend that's ever going to call you like, did you hear about that? I don't. 
And I'm not saying no. that I'm better than nobody. It's just like I literally don't because I don't even have room to. I've done trust and believe me. If people did know some of the heavy things that I got into or some of the things that um I've done and it had been exposed, I wouldn't have been the happiest for everybody to be in my business or whatnot. So sometimes I learned to just listen. It don't got nothing to do with me. Let me mind my business. Cause tomorrow, what if it's me? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then what? Then I'm telling people, oh, don't talk about me. Well, you know what? Then you shouldn't exactly. have been talking about her. So it comes full circle. So it's like the exactly. best thing you can do, just mind your business. Just mind your business. And um, it's never, you know, how can I put this? Every dog has their day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it can always be your turn. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so, and I'm not excluded yep. from that, you know. But to see, there, there's a difference between me and a lot of other people. I'm prepared for my day, no matter what it is, no matter how bad bad the day is, no matter how good the day is, I'm prepared because I literally have a personality where I do what I want, when I want, how I want, and I don't really care. Like a lot of us say we don't care what other people think, and we really secretly do. We're like, oh, we don't want her to think this, or I don't want him to think that, you know, but me, I have a high tolerance of no matter what I go through, no matter how bad it is, I'm going to shake back regardless. So that bad day is okay. not going to account for all of the good days I will have that follows it. So there is nothing Amen. that I literally can think of that could happen to me tomorrow and it be broadcasted on the national news. And I'm going to be just like, it's, it's not going to be the end of me. It's not going to, like, I could fall end. tomorrow. I could lose it all tomorrow. Every dollar is in my name. Everything that I own, I could lose it all tomorrow. And I have lost it all at one point in time. And guess what? I got it all back plus all 10 back times plus more. Time. So it's really exactly. not going to bother me. You know, people are going to talk about you for that day, that week. You're They're going to make jokes about you. Okay, that's fine. I know me. I'm not going to end on a bad day. So it's it, like, I you really don't that, care. Babe? I feel like she's speaking to us. <laughs> all right. <laughs> 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 Please go ahead, plug in your socials if you want people to follow you on social media um, or, you know, like your page and everything. So plug that in. So um, it's Brie Robinson on Facebook. I just deleted my pages. <laughs> but it's angry. I was looking for you, too. And I was like, oh, OK. I've been because I've been taking yeah. a little breaks. Like I'm really enjoying my me time, you know, my self time. But a lot of y'all know me. Brie Robinson on Facebook. I'm Brie creations on instagram um those are really it honestly I, and i'll tell people this too i built my whole business with no business card so every bit every drop of business i got was from a word of mouth so if you don't know me ask about me and you'll find exactly. me you'll find me exactly see and yeah like i'll, I'll say a Every week I get about 60 people listening to my podcast, which I'm hoping for every week we can get about 100 people listening. So word of mouth, like she said, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. So yeah, um, even if people don't know you, let's say half of these people don't know you, that's 30 new people who will be looking forward to your business. So not a problem. Well, thank you guys for listening to Hot Commodity, the podcast. Um, follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Hot Commodity, that's T-E-E instead of T-Y. And listen every Monday, 730. Talk to y'all soon.